detoxing. You detox it from from past relationships. So how do you know when you good? Well, which is interesting because I think you I think you know you good when you can ask you talk to your friends. Talk mm. to people that know you. Mm. Talk to people mm. that's gonna be brutally honest with yes. you and say, Hey, listen, yes. do you think I'm ready for another relationship? And yeah. if they say hell no, you just go back in your room <laughs> and back to because listen, let, let me tell you something. Right. People right. know you. Yeah, yeah. More so that we want to let, let people into our life. People know us and mm-hmm. they know our foolishness and they know what yeah. we need to sit down somewhere. Yeah. And they be trying to tell you, and we won't listen. You, as a matter of fact, you probably should have 10 people sign off on your next relationship. To the topic of the discussion and hit the issues you typically find reluctant removes the facade to fill the gap with some substance we undermining problems expecting to overcome it please hold the applause we doing it for the cause people follow culture before they follow the laws we rather face the friction and not attempt it at all persistence will find solutions once our contentment dissolves there's a hard pill to swallow for anyone breathing both for folks who stay woke and those who be dreaming we ain't slaves yet we still ain't experienced freedom what we need is the keys to access the kingdom We're all in this fallen world trying to stay intact I'm just a beggar pointing you out to where the bread is at So follow the breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretchen Thank Yogi Bear and the thought engineer for that all <laughs> it's your boys back again. I'm Derek Thought Engineer. My man, comedian John Yoga, sitting right next to me. What did you do? Hey, man, listen. Had a great time this weekend. Okay. With, I didn't all internet with uh at the boot. Was it the boot boy? It was in the parking lot right around from the GM plant with uh Trinity Bites, the, the food catering truck. Outstanding. Oh. I pulled up people with everywhere. Trini Bite, shout out to Trini. People was everywhere Bites. when we pulled up, man. And we got the show was driving like we was opening. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, we'll get there. Also, special shout out to my Duke. Happy birthday, mom. You know we love you. And I know we're gonna get together this weekend. You're gonna get to spend all the money. I know. I know. I'll see you this weekend. But since we give a birthday shout out, I want to give a shout out to our producer, yeah, my right. lovely wife. Dr. Selena Smith. Yeah. Celebrated her birthday this weekend. Awesome time doing that too. We kicked it. Yes, we did. We kicked it. That was the place was pretty nice too. uh, Yeah, the puttery out in the colony. Yes, really nice place. Nice, nice nice atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Real good time. You ever get a chance? Go check it out. They ain't sponsored us yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. yet. And the buttery people watching, you know what time it is. It's gonna let you know that. <laughs> right. Well, let y'all know what we do. Man Talk Mondays. We give you the real realities of relationships. But of course, we're doing it from a man's perspective. Now, this conversation is not just for men. We want everybody to participate. Men, women, boys, and girls, you are welcome. 
come on in, talk to us, how you do this. Go in the comment section, leave your comment, leave your question. We can see this. This is how you talk to us. We want to hear from you, right? So make sure you hop in there. Let us know what's on your mind. Your mind. Your mind. Because what we're dealing with tonight is something that a lot of people deal with. Some of you may even be in this space right now. We're talking tonight about relationship withdrawal. Relationship withdrawal. Withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, relationship withdrawal. <laughs> withdrawal. Relationship withdrawal. Detoxing from past relationships. Yes. Yes. Detoxing. You got to detox the from problem, past relationships. The problem with most people. We have viewed being single like it's being on punishment or something. I know, right? Go stand over there in the corner. <laughs> Pull your pants up to your chest. <laughs> stand in the corner until you find you somebody that's willing to put up with you and your foolishness. And it couldn't be farther from the truth. And you think about all of the stuff you, you deal with in relationships. And, and if, if you're you going go from one to the next to another one, because most of the stuff we deal with ain't good to begin with. Because we got all of this trash that, that get in our minds about relationships. You got your love and hip-hops. You got your real housewives. You got all of this type of stuff. And we watch and we consume all this stuff. And then we expect to go out and have healthy, productive relationships. And that's how you, that's not how we do it. No. That's not how you, that's not. You need to be watching a healthy, productive relationship. In order to get one, you gotta have examples of one. And yeah. unfortunately, we don't have that many examples of it. Especially not mainstream. Yes, you're right. Right. Yeah. We didn't right. cancel Bill Cosby. That was a healthy relationship many of us seen. Yeah, <laughs> the Cosby yeah. show was a healthy relationship many of us seen. And and now, like what do we look at now? I don't even know of a TV show right now. Y'all know the TV show right now that's displaying a healthy relationship. And and I don't know about reality relates reality shows either. I mean, we got all these different types. We got Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, but it's still reality shows, which no reality. But uh, what's the dead ass is pretty good. They uh, Kadeen and uh, uh, Kadeen. Oh, Laval, Laval. What's that yeah. guy say his name? Out yeah, Laval. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're pretty. They're pretty to be have a real. relationship. Yeah, they definitely yeah. real. They definitely real. Yeah. But on the mainstream, and then too, how many of us grew up around a healthy relationship? Y'all let me know honestly. How many of y'all grew up around a healthy relationship? Well, I already told y'all my dad went to the store to get cigarettes, <laughs> and he got caught in the cigarette shortage of '77. <laughs> and other than that, think about it. Most of the people in my community when I was younger were mm-hmm. single family homes. Yeah. Most most of the women were single. And I heard my mom and all the friends, they were all together, but right. most of them hung out together. And they, most of the people were single. You, too many daddies wasn't around there back where we where I where I grew up at. Yeah. Cheryl says reality shows are scripted. And it's scripted for drama. It's scripted for drama. So we still getting fed drama. We get fed so much drama that we think that's what a relationship should be. And it's not. It's not. Not saying you're not going to have some things you go through, some things you experience, but 
the type of foolishness you see on reality shows, I mean, if that's what you're drawn to, you're probably what people would call toxic. What you think? You toxic or you crazy? This is the point I really want to make. Most of us have marriages and things in our head. Uh, that we, how we think our life is supposed to be uh, in, in marriage. Most of us, because we hadn't seen enough of it, we don't really understand exactly how it's supposed to be in those relationships, how you have to work hard to have good relationships because we don't see enough of them. We have this dream wedding in our head and also a dream marriage that often turns into a nightmare. Yeah. And more times than not, it's a nightmare over and over because we keep, we keep, we keep getting with other people after we've been through the one nightmare and we think this thing is going to work itself out. But I have news for you. Issues do not work themselves out. They have to be worked out. They have to be worked out. They're not going to work themselves out. And the issue, if the issue is you, you need to get some help or some counseling or something in order to be a better person and create a better person. Ms. Jessica says, didn't grow up around any relationship within the family to see what a healthy relationship is. A lot of us didn't. My mama, my mama didn't bring men around us. If he, if he said the same thing, I feel you, Jessica. My mama didn't bring men around us. It was me, my sisters, and my mama. That was it. That was, And I, I appreciate it to a degree because we didn't grow up with the, the revolving yeah. door. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. That was much appreciated with not having a revolving door, but seeing the interaction between a man and a woman to where we know what to expect and we know what the standard is or the expectation, what it should be. Because our expectations are all over the place today. Yolanda says, my parents were married for 35 years until death. Wow. That's wow. huge. That's, That's huge. Monique That's says, we hadn't seen it and most will not share the truths about marriage. Huh, that's interesting. She said she said they won't share the truths about marriage. Yeah, she said most will not share the truths about marriage. Well, I, I think, and I can only assume what she means by it, but there are mm. th- there are a lot of uh what's the word nuances to marriage yeah. that I believe that people don't talk about. There's a lot, there's a lot more submitting. Yeah. Then yeah. people, then women. I think oh, women man. and men would dare to talk about it. Man, go that word again. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I think there's yeah. way more compromising. Because this is the thing about compromise. I was talking somebody about this last night. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Oftentimes, when we compromise in relationships, we think the compromise is gonna be from here to here. No, no, compromise is like this. Oh, bro, compromise is here to here. Okay, I gotta make sure I get in. Compromise is here to here because. If it was going to be small, everybody will make that compromise. Compromising in, in relationships is way a, a, so much more than what we could even fathom in relationships. Yeah. But I tell you this much, though, if we took more advantage of our, of our singleness, we would appreciate relationships more. Now, you just said something right there. Most of us don't know how to be single. Let that sit for a minute. Don't know how to be single because, like you said a minute ago, we treat single as if something is wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. You start don't nobody want you and all this type. No, it ain't even about that. Well, I think it's the peer pressure from seeing other people with folk because folk get on 
Oh, fuck. People get on uh, social media and they lie. Oh. Oh, they all over these countries. You trying together. to compete with social media there relationships. Yes. And people, yes. absolutely right. People, oh my <laughs> God, they be be lying. Big time. Big time. That's what it's for. It's yeah. trying to create a dream, a reality. No, no. It's trying to create a dream or something. Yeah. Give you something to, to shoot for. When you, when you social media, I'm only gonna show you my best times. I'm mm-hmm. only gonna show you when I'm at the restaurants, I'm at party. I'm not gonna show you when we at home arguing and fighting over the yeah. gas and dollars. The mom yeah. I'm not gonna show yeah. you that. I'm only gonna show you the best parts of it. It's it's almost to the point now that when you see a couple giving each other a lot of praise and adoration on social media, you can almost bank that they they have in pure hell at home. In their I, relationship, I remember when I had broke up with uh one of my girlfriends. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, <laughs> got, got kind of caught up right there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I broke up with one of my girlfriends, and I was so I was so devastated by it. I just laid on the couch for like a week, grew a beard and everything. <laughs> and it was, it's funny as I think back about, it, I'm trying to figure out why was I so devastated. It wasn't the fact that that I would that that I was by myself. It uh-huh. was the fact that. I just, I didn't want to be by myself. I wanted somebody to talk to. I didn't, it wasn't even as far as a relationship go. I just wanted somebody. I just felt like I needed somebody there in my life. Yeah, I almost gave you a song. I, I, st- I, I digress. I'm going to give you a song. What was the song? What was the song? I want somebody to share my love. Cheryl <laughs> says, we should appreciate our singleness by appreciating ourselves and being okay with it. And she's absolutely right. We don't we don't know how to appreciate ourselves. And it's amazing with all we, all of the selfishness in our culture, you would think people would be more in tune with, you know, people say loving themselves and stuff. Most people all this self-care people talking about, mm. we got to really get into what self-care is because a lot of the self-care is really a selfishness. Disguise is self-care. You know what I'm saying? Well, and when you dig down in it, yeah, people the people are making excuses for being by themselves when, when mm. you don't have to. Remember when the girl got divorced, the, the twin, Maori girl got divorced from oh. the guy? Oh. And they wanted a champion. Singles oh. wanted a champion so bad. And she was like, I've won in life. <laughs> I've won in divorce. I've won. And I'm like, baby, sit down somewhere. How do you graduate from marriage? <laughs> and, she, and she was sick. And she is sick. She was sick that her divorce. Oh, that, baby. She was sick that her marriage didn't make it. What's yeah. wrong with being yeah. sick that your marriage didn't make it? Yeah. What's wrong? What's, you know, first of all, we got to stop lying to each other and be more truthful. We lie too much to each other. Like way too much. Oh, I'm all right. No, you're not all right. You got a footprint on your back. <laughs> in you your chest. All right. All right. You're all right. Everywhere. No, you're not all right. Jessica says, I agree with John. Or you have parents saying, you're getting old now. When you going to meet somebody? Get married and have kids for females. <laughs> for females, bring up our clock. Listen, you got a parent pushing you like that? Say, what did you teach me about relationships? Did you teach me anything about relationships that's going to make me have a good one? Because that's the thing we got. We we pick up our behaviors from our environment. True. And if we grew up in unhealthy environments, then 
we live those things out, especially in our relationships. Me and my, me and my wife, she has a podcast through the eyes of trauma. We were talking about this on a podcast that she just released about how childhood trauma gets in your adult relationships and it can it can derail and destroy those relationships. But a lot of us aren't aware of the behaviors that we're carrying into these relationships. And and you know why? Because everybody messed up. Oh, 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 oh. I got some. I, I want to go ahead. Go ahead. I want to dive in right there because <laughs> most of us have way more baggage than we actually want to take credit oh. for. Most of us are way more confused. Most of us are way more when it comes to relationship. Most of us need help in those relationships. And what we do is just like playing basketball when you took the whole off season off mm. and you say, "I'm gonna get in shape during the season." In a uh-uh. marriage, you can't get uncrazy uh-uh. in the marriage. You have to do that outside the marriage. Did y'all hear that? Boy. Did y'all? Did Boy. I, did y'all, Boy. Did y'all, can I get on the show? Get, get. Can I get on the show? <laughs> can I get on the, the through the eyes of trauma show? Because I said something just then. You need to get on that. I we need to get on, on there. <laughs> I'm, I'm simply saying when you're not in a relationship, it's the best time to be working on you. Mm. Man, because when you're in a relationship, you're trying to figure him out. You're trying to figure her out. If they got kids, you got your job, you got all this stuff. You're trying to juggle. The best time to work on you is when you with you. Mm. And we have to Mm. stop frowning on that. We have to, we have to, we have to take full advantage of our singleness. Boy, that boy good. Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Selena Smith says, it's sad because some relationships are genuinely healthy and thriving, but the nuances of social media make people second guess everyone's authenticity of their relationships. So she's saying even when people are being real, because of the way social media is situated, we still guess it. We still second guess it. You well, know what I'm saying? They if, can't be that happy. Even if the relationship was thriving, now we have put a negative connotation on Oh, you doing all that for your boy, your girl? Oh, oh you doing all that? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do all yeah. that. Well, yeah, hell, you sure right. That's why you single. <laughs> because you going to listen. Relationships are by compromise, people. Right. And if you don't learn that when you single, you're not going to learn it when you're in a relationship. You sure will not. Let me tell you something. There ain't nothing like being by yourself coming to yourself saying, you know what? The next time I'm getting me a man. <laughs> I'm a hold on to you every day. Next time I get a woman, I'm a love hunt to she just hold and squeeze in. Hold and squeeze. Y'all ain't y'all ain't doing this thing right because if, if you can jump in and out of relationship, you're not going through enough when you're single. Mm. And you know what? That's probably why the relationship is a distraction from ourselves because dealing with somebody else and dealing with yourself is two different things. A lot of times we don't know how to deal with ourselves. Cheryl says there's a void that you're trying to fill. Absolutely. Your selfishness needs to be discovered. There's always a reason for self-help. Get to the root of it. But we make excuses for us, though. Mm. When it's us acting the fool in relationships, we just say, oh, that's just how I am. That's oh. just how I am. Damn that. No, it ain't either. The oh, that's what the work? That ain't yes. working? Yes. The because if everybody <laughs> if everybody come up in there with that just how I am, then don't nobody be together. Yeah. The universal excuse. And the problem with that's just me, that's how I am, you were inadvertently saying that you're not changing 
you have to change there to you, fit me. There you go. That's because that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. And the devil yeah. is a lie. Yes. The devil is a lie. If somebody is constantly compromising and bending over backwards to accommodate you, it's only a matter of time for they for they blow up. Well, not on that. They, go. They, yeah, just they exit. Gonna, they're going to blow up, but they got to see you willing to do the same thing for them. Exactly. Exactly. The, the, the one thing, the what makes a great relationship is constant compromise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both ways. Yeah. 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 It's just Jerrica says growing up, I was always taught to love and appreciate myself. That way, when you get into a relationship, people can treat you. People can't treat you any kind of way. If he says it's so true, however, people think you're lying when you say you're working on you because it's a rare thing. Absolutely. People don't understand it. We don't we don't make it common enough when people are really, truly working on themselves. Nobody understands actually being happy with yourself. My wife used to think it was strange when we were dating. She think it was, I would go to a restaurant by myself and sit and eat. You had lonely men dinner, huh? wasn't lonely i was i can't do it. i was enjoying myself i can go to the movies by myself though you can go to, going to the movies by yourself i can go to the movies by myself and i'm just as good by myself i'm i'm good but i'm good with me yeah and you gotta be okay with you yeah otherwise mm-hmm. you get these unhealthy attachments to people to where if they threaten to leave, oh, wow. you compromise everything about you to try to hold on to them because it's not about the person. It's it's about a fear of being by yourself because you don't think you can be by yourself. Did you say you compromise? Did you say compromise? Bruh, we compromise. You, you're, oh. you're in my mind. <laughs> because I'm, I'm thinking that's where the compromise begins. I can't be by myself. So now I'm willing to put up. With all of the red flags, I'm going to just disregard them as speed bumps. Mm. And I'm going to put up with all the foolishness that he or she got. Yes, absolutely. And then you wonder why relationships get toxic. You wonder why they get toxic. Many of us sit in the toxicity. Oh, we say, sit in say that again. We I, sit in the toxicity. You want to say it? Toxicity. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> say withdrawal. No, <laughs> withdrawal. <laughs> Cheryl says contentment is a gift. Not only is a gift, it's a skill. Hmm. Contentment hmm. is a skill. There is nothing inherently in, in us as human beings to where we just feel content. Contempt is not yeah. a feeling. It's a decision. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. make a decision to be content. Otherwise, your, your body is going to have you all over the place because yeah. there's always going to, you going to always see something that seem like it might be a little better or come across somebody that seem like they're a little more this, a little more and like, no, nah, sit, sit down somewhere. Oh, you say your body. Don't. <laughs> well, cause we, well, one of the things, when you get used to compromising in and out of relationship, your body gets used to so much. Your body gets used to sex. Your body, uh, your body gets used to it. Uh, so now I'm trying to get me and my body together, and you having withdrawals because you haven't because exactly. you don't have no draws. Because <laughs> you trying to figure out, I got I, because this is not getting me nowhere. I'm losing in this. How can I do this mm-hmm. and start winning? And the only way you can, you got to keep yourself. So you saying because you withdrew your draws, you were having withdrawals. 
<laughs> and, and and thus the compromise begins. Yes. Now yes. I just want him or her to come through so I can get satisfied mm. and so they can be on their way. And when they leave, you don't feel no no more emptier when that door swings and that $20 is on the dresser. Then you... That, well, you gotta leave. You gotta leave money. You gotta leave some food money or something. Don't he you? said some food money. You gotta leave some kind of money, don't you? You just can't come by there and snap. Blah, 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 and go get, bring, you gotta bring some Williams or something, don't you? You said some Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Shanta Green says, "I would tell my now husband I am alone because I'm single, but I'm not lonely. I love my own company. Right? There's a difference in being alone and being lonely." If Fia says content, content is a decision. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chanta says <laughs> not no draws. Listen, <laughs> listen, the minute they start coming off, compromise has already hit the room. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It has already hit the room. Because most of us, most people want to feel good mm. for even a moment, even if it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Because we'll tell ourselves whatever we got to tell ourselves to get through to the next day. Lie to ourselves. Lie to ourselves. Listen. One thing about being in a toxic relationship and you're sitting in it, most of us don't even understand how toxic it is until by some chance we're not in it anymore. Everybody is not making the exit because they're in a toxic relationship. They don't recognize it's toxic until they get out. Yeah. So you're just sitting in it. So what's a toxic relationship? A toxic relationship is one that makes you feel unsupported, misunderstood, demeaned, or attacked. A relationship is toxic when your well-being is threatened in some way, emotionally, psychologically, and even physically. Right? Now, those interpretations can be real loose, especially when you get into this whole unsupported, misunderstood, demeaned, and attacked. Because sometimes we can interpret somebody holding us accountable as an attack. And too many times now, we use toxic just when we want to get out of a relationship. No. Our, our relationship's not toxic, y'all. We got to come mm-hmm. up with a better with, with, with another word. Our relationship's not toxic. Some of us, both of y'all just acting a fool and y'all need to stop. Stop that foolishness. Stop. 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 <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm telling you, if you if you did what you were supposed to do in your singleness, your relationships would be that much more valuable to you. Yeah. Be- believe me. Believe me. Because there's nothing like that. You can't come to yourself no better than being by yourself. You're right. And when you start is looking at dependency, dependency is not where you want to be when you get in a relationship. You want to be independent, but not independent to the point to where it's it's all you're, not, you're uncompromising. Independent means that you have your own self together. You are you are whole. You're one by yourself. That's what independent means. But relationships are interdependent. That's another level. Relationships are interdependent. It's about me enhancing somebody else and them enhancing me for a greater overall. Meaning us coming together creates this this bigger deal. And so I want to be developed. I want to be complete to the point to when I get with this person and they're complete. When we come together, 
we're not trying to make one like I'm half a person, they half a person, we come together and make one. They're whole, I'm whole, and we come together. Now things are multiplied. The, the happy feelings are multiplied. Maybe the finances multiply. All these things begin to multiply because we have two healthy individuals in this situation. Two healthy individuals. If Fia hmm. says, oh, I was definitely in a toxic relationship. Well, tell us about it because I don't believe. I think you're lying. <laughs> Give us an example of Give something example. you dealt, you just, dealt with. Oh, they killed me with that. Kyle, oh, child, I was in one. Oh, he just drugged me by my girl or my weave, child. He just this and that. I want to hear that foolishness. So, so was it toxic, toxicity? Was it one way? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. toxicity, yeah. Toxicity. <laughs> was it one way or was it both ways? Because mm. once you find out he was toxic, what did you do in return? Did you try to get out of it? Or what exactly did you do in that toxic relationship? That's a good question. That's a good question. Because a lot of times we reciprocate that portion. And what did you do to get in it? What did you compromise? What did you compromise? More importantly, what did you learn from being in that relationship about yourself? Damn him. Yeah. What did you learn about yourself in that relationship because when you by yourself you only can deal with you you can't deal with him Cheryl says toxicity is never good it's poisonous so you have to detox get rid of anything that's not doing you any good get rid of it anything that's not serving you well get rid of it Dr. Selena says I was definitely in a toxic relationship his toxicity made me toxic for future relationships Exactly. You drag that foolishness yes. to somebody who don't deserve what you bring in and you take it out on them because they're there because the person you really want to take it out on that ain't, person that ain't, ain't trying to hear you ain't paying you no attention, no attention. And as soon as that person who's trying to be there and now you start to make them a little toxic. So think about this, D. And this, and I want everybody to think about this. Now, when you've been in most people, if you're not still together, we have been in in, in bad relationships and good relationships. Uh-huh. After each, if they end it, something mm-hmm. went wrong in them. And we need to get ourselves together in the out of those relationships. That yeah. way I have to unpack that bag that I had with that other person. I gotta right. unpack it. Yeah. Because now I got to repack for my next relationship, which means I got to get rid of some stuff. I got to yeah. do some things differently. I got to be smarter about what I did. Oh, I did that. I might have said too much. I might have played too much. I might have talked about his mama and I probably shouldn't have did that. Right. Something, it's something because that suitcase should be different the next time you pick it up. It shouldn't oh. be, should be the same one you dragged out of that house. Right, right. Cause on this flight they got a limit on on the bag weight. Well, you better say that. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's over the limit, you gon' pay. You gon' pay. So you better lighten that low. Gonna pay with compromise. Exactly. Exactly. You are definitely going to pay. So detoxing. How should you detox? What should you do to detox from a toxic relationship? Well, I think I think you need to sit in the middle of the floor first of all. When they when they leave and cross your legs, if you can get your legs crossed, <laughs> and sit in the middle of the floor, and just, just find you a nice comfortable stool. Yeah, <laughs> sit in the chair somewhere. But in real talk, though, 
sit there and, and spend some time with five, 10 minutes a day with yourself, just meditating, mm. meditating and trying to get your mind right. Cause listen, depending on how you came out of the relationship, man, if, if it didn't go like you wanted to go, if he broke up with you, you feel some kind of way about it. Deal yeah. with that. Yeah. Deal with that before you start looking in a, a, another place for somebody else, because you're going to put that on them and that's not fair to them. Yeah. Somebody is out there getting themselves ready for you. Why don't you do the same for them? Mm. And you talk about meditating. Meditating is not sitting in the flow with your legs crossed, looking like, you know, numb your whole. No. Meditating is going over something over and over in your mind. That's what it is. So you sit there and you go through the relationship in your mind. Check out everything about it. Yes. Check out yes. what they did, how you responded. Check out things you did and how you, they responded. And just go through, do some root cause analysis, all this type of stuff, so you become aware of yourself. That's really what you want to do. Become aware of yourself. Monique says, I agree that toxic relationships exist and happen. Most of us were not mature enough to know what they were in, let alone get out of it with growth points to learn from. That comes later. Detox. But you have to give yourself that time because if it's going to come later, I have to make sure that that space is available later so I can have that time to myself to get all of this out. But if I go and grab the next person, then I distract myself from the work that I need to do. And now I'm dragging all of this baggage, all of this foolish foolishness into the next relationship and causing damage to another person. It's really a race, though. Mm. The problem is, is when I break up with somebody, I have to hurry up and get somebody because there ain't that many good guys or good girls out there. Mm. I have to hurry up, and this new batch coming in that's taking up all the good men or the, yeah. or the, or the white women or the women with the uh, you know, Italian or <laughs> right. you know, taking up the men, so I got to hurry up. So yeah. I break up with somebody, I can't even mourn the relationship mm. like I'm supposed to. Because wow. I'm trying, I'm looking the whole time. Because as a matter of fact, I was thinking about this today. Wow. What people do, you actually, and that if I can be I'm, all I know how to be is honest. So what I would do in my relationship before the breakup come, you actually broke up already, actually a couple of weeks ahead of time. Before the actual words come and say we broke mm -hmm. up, right, so I will right. start looking prior to the breakup coming, cause you know when it's over, you know when you see her, she sees you, y'all rolling your eyes and working your neck with each other, you know the relationship is over. Exactly. I will start looking then. Yeah, yeah. Cause I know this, I know this. Oh, this, not, nah, this, this ain't going no further. <laughs> and I will start looking then, and man, and it never gave me an opportunity to deal with me. Yeah. Because the last thing I want to do, and there's some people, I get it. The last thing we want to do a lot of times is deal with ourselves. Mm. We know we are a mess. Yeah. We be honest, most of us know we are something else. Yeah. Yeah. What about the breakup move where you start the fight of fights? The fight of fights where I'm not going to compromise. I do it on purpose so I can get out of this thing in a certain way. You got people that do that do stuff like that, which is toxic. Yeah, that's toxic yeah. in itself. Another thing you need to do when you're coming out of a relationship dealing with toxicity. Another thing you need to do is toxicity is about environments, too. 
It's about environments. So you need to remove yourself from toxic environments. What do I mean by toxic environments? Stop going places where you know you're going to see that person. Yeah. Yeah. Stay out of places where you know they're going to be. Stay out the clubs. Stay out friends' houses and all. Stay away from places where that person is going to be. When you detox, you got to remove yourself. Remove yourself. Don't be telling you, oh, I'm cool. I'm chill. You know, no, I ain't got no problem. I ain't got no problem. Next thing you know, either y'all fighting in the back room or y'all doing something else. With and pants, then fighting. With your pants around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it didn't work out the first time that way. Right. Right. So what do we do? Well, maybe right. it'll work out this time. Right. No. Right. No. You're lying to yourself. Right. Screw and then you start crying. Uh, we the Wiley says, a lot of women have a codependency of having a man. They yeah. will leave a toxic relationship. Then they get withdrawal symptoms like an addict craving for drugs. So they get them, get them another one. No good. Another no good jerk. She's absolutely right. A, a fiend going through withdrawals is looking for another hit. Cheryl says detoxing takes time and reflection, just like drinking detoxing tea. It goes, <laughs> it's got to steep to be more effective. It's, hmm. And that's the problem. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah. realized, I recognized one time, we need external noise to quiet the internal noise. When you hmm. sit, all of the stuff you don't want to think about, all of the stuff that you've been trying to avoid hits your mind when your when your behind is sitting down. You're immobile. You're in a place. Now your mind starts running a thousand miles an hour. And the things that's running through your mind are things that you've been trying to avoid. External noise is the things you try to do to distract yourself from thinking the going to parties and doing different things, constantly running and ripping and running because you're trying to avoid something. So you got to deal with that internal noise. If says, I learned so much. She answered the question. She said, I learned so much. We don't have enough time to explain. LOL. However, he was a charming deceiver. Hmm. He knew how to work a room, but boy, oh boy, I was not prepared for the mess that came with him. Our fights were mainly me standing up for myself. It was his way or the highway. I was always, it was always my fault for everything that went wrong. That, he probably right about that. Though. He didn't want solutions. He just wanted to be right about everything. If you looked up the word narcissistic, you would probably see his face. It was not perfect. It was not perfect in that relationship. I guess it, the type of probably kept on. So, well, well I got because I want to ask this question. I, well, I want to say she was charmed by him. That's yeah, because I was like, you going? That's how he yeah. got. Her. That's how he got. Her. Yeah. What was the draw? Yeah, that, that, he was charming. He and could work the room. And yeah. She want, and everybody want to be with somebody that's working the room. Yeah, because the charm and the draw is not about yeah. the person. It's about something that's in us. How it makes you feel about you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just curious. What what was what made you drawn to him? Don't write a paragraph though. <laughs> we need a call in. <laughs> we need a call in. 
<laughs> Boy, if I ain't nothing, I learned how to read. But I don't look nothing else on this show. <laughs> Dr. Selena says, it was difficult for me because my new relationship and I were friends and he was a witness to the end of the toxic relationship. There was no healing time. It just sort of overlapped. Friendship straight wait, to... Wait, stop. Wait, stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Straight to <clears throat> relationship. What did just sort of overlap? What that mean? You don't just sort of... Oh, you don't just sort of... Well, let me tell you how. See, what... <laughs> I, well, see, I, whereas I should have wait... Well, I could... See, this guy had came and he was... I could, I had to, uh, but I had loved him. I knew he was going to be good for me, but I wasn't quite ready for him. So I grabbed him while I was trying to get over what I was in anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So y'all know Doc Selena is my wife. And you see, you see him coming. Is that what he's talking about? Oh yeah, y'all know. I know what he's talking about. Oh Lord. So God set me up real good. He set me up. I, and I'm he set me up before I <laughs> before I met my wife before I met my wife I told God I said God the next person I date I'm gonna do everything in my power to make it work okay stop right there can I, I let me jump in right here but the reason why you said that is because of past relationships what had mm -hmm. happened in past relationships mm -hmm. so if you will i need you to talk about what happened in past relationships that made you get here and say you know what i'm gonna do this different because i didn't handle past relationships well i i hit a period where i got to start feeling myself a little too much you know what i'm saying start getting attention and all this type of stuff that i wasn't used to and so i took it for what it was you know Young ladies giving you attention and it's kind of new to you. I was a late bloomer, you know what I'm saying? Came into my own a little bit late. So by this time, I'm catching up to do. Oh, bro. And <laughs> I was trying to catch up. <laughs> but being raised by a single mother, being raised in a house full of women, I had a heart for women, although I would do women wrong. And I got, got tired of that conflict. Mm hmm of doing women wrong, but yet still, I, I have a heart for women. And so after the last person I hurt, I said, you know what? I got to cut this out. I got to stop. And by that time, I, I was moving out here in the whole nine. And that's when I told God what I told him. I said, listen, the next person, next person I date, I'm going to do everything in my power to make it work. And God say, here you go. So this gonna we're gonna work it now. Oh man, mm -hmm. we're gonna switch your legs. My wife was maybe a week off a of breakup oh, with wow. a, a long term boyfriend. Who was she? She had the suitcases packed. They wouldn't even unpack it. What? Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. yeah. So, needless to say, all of the patience that a man has will be tested and was tested during that time. When you say you love somebody, you don't really understand how deep that has to go. You make a commitment and then you see what the commitment costs you. You can't see what the commitment costs you before you make the commitment. And that's the tricky part about commitment. It's making the decision before you necessarily 
you may have all of the facts, but the impact is like, you know, you're going to have a wreck, but you don't know how hard it's going to hit. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So it's different. But making that commitment is serious. Commitment is serious. We learn who we are in commitment. Hmm. We learn who we are in commitment because, and I'm not just saying necessarily committing to a person. You can commit to a diet. You can commit to a job. Whatever you make a commitment to, holding on to that commitment tests all of your limits. It tests everything about you. If you commit to lose 20 pounds, you learn so much about yourself in the midst of of losing that 20 pounds. Some people try to go through these transformations where you go, you lose 100 pounds. I tell anybody, everybody talk about spirituality, Dolly. You want to go on a spiritual journey, do something like losing 100 pounds. I'm going to tell you, because right when you get ready to do it, McDonald's is going to have two for 10 oh, all day. man, what you the talking about? The fries going to be on sale. The pie is going to be on sale. <laughs> it's, they got the shakes. It's like, really? And you know what? It seems like the billboards have never been bigger. Uh, when you when uh, you try uh, to lose some weight, it's like the billboards peek over like this and say, I, boy, know, I know you didn't see boy. me over here, but we got these uh, waffles, two for $5 with boy. cheese and bacon. Oh, you going to put cheese and bacon <laughs> on both of them? Oh, the devil is busy. When you go on a fast, they always oh have God. food in the break room. Yeah. Now they want to have free food everywhere yes. at work. And all yes. this like when you go on a fast. Yes. We just said, we the wallet says, if you jump too quickly into another relationship before you before you finish in detoxing yourself, you are going to get the same results. Absolutely. Jerrica says, we we need to design an app where you can look up people's relationship <laughs> history. Like medical history. Yeah, I need to know your history. <laughs> Weedon Wallace says, when I was younger, I was either stupid and addicted to this, to, addicted to this man. He was just like a drug. <laughs> I, broke, I break up with him. I went through a draw, then got back together with him. I had to learn to forgive myself for being so stupid. That's, oh man, forgive yourself. For being that stupid. is huge. For being stupid. Because you know what? That is huge. Everybody plays a fool sometimes. sometimes. No, no exceptions, exceptions to, to the rules. What? No what? exceptions. He said everybody. Everybody. That means some, everybody's a fool for somebody. Yeah. So it's up to yeah. you to realize, whoa, 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 whoa. I've been a fool for way too long. I've been but, a fool for way too long. It's time for me to stop and get myself together. You know, people talk about red flags. You know what the red flag you need to check more than anything else is when you start compromising yourself for that person. When you, when you toss all your standards and all your rules, when you get tempted to do that, that's a red flag for you. Because there's always somebody there who causes you all this stuff. Oh, well, I'm going to do this. Next person I get with, they got to be such, 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 such. Next yeah. person I get with, they got to have such, 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 such. But somebody, and then, but that, but that person. Oh, Will Earl. But that person. That person. When he come into the picture. All that go out the window. Oh, when she comes into the picture. Now you throwing all that out the window. Absolutely. Dwayne Hunter, what's up, man? He said, preach my brother. What's up, Yogi and D? What's, what's going good? on? What's good? Fia says, that's so true. That's the tricky part. What's going on, Miss Keisha? Listen, 
Okay, Keisha says, I certainly learned who I was when I decided to release my ex-husband. After I got rid of that 300 pounds, I knew I could do anything. <laughs> Girl. You know what? I would like to know, because was he 300 pounds when you got with him? Oh, no, that's Mary. That sounds like Mary's weight. You sound like Mary's weight? That sounds like Mary's weight. What What did he go from, from the time y'all got married to the 300? How long did it take him to get there? Was he already there? Because Keisha, Keisha kind of tall. So I imagine he was kind of a tall, big dude. Okay. Because she kind of tall. Okay. So I would, I, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he was kind of, he probably was a big dude, a bigger dude. He was a, uh, what they call a, he had a grown man physique. Grown man physique. Ah, gotcha. Grown man physique. I got you. I got you. Mika says, we learn who we are in commitment. That's good. Alicia says, so true. Talk about it, D. Listen, you're trying to help somebody around here. Listen, you don't learn nothing until you can tell that joker or that chick now. Oh, let me tell you something. Some will power. Oh, and when you and when you can do it, and you know it's funny, me and Shirley been married way long. We was back in the Bible, we was married back in the Bible days. <laughs> but it's funny because y'all was born married. Uh, we was born married. <laughs> it, it's funny because man, it's it's amazing what you can what you even marriage, what you can still say no to. What you what you can't say no to yeah. because man that stuff don't leave it yeah. don't stop because you got married eventually yeah. you got to deal with all those demons yes yes and let me tell you what the demons call they call appetites hmm. you got to be careful the appetites you develop and appetite listen it's a thing appetites are learned you're not born with appetites you learn them through exposure, the more you're exposed to them, you develop an appetite for them. And many of us have an appetite for bad relationships. We have an appetite for it because of what we've seen, whether it be on TV or whatever, because of what we've been around, whether it was people in our family that had all this foolishness going on. But and then you get into it and now it becomes it's it's not that you you don't know it's bad, but you're used to it. Yeah. You have an appetite for it. And so switching appetites, it, it, it's just something you purposefully do. When, when I was diagnosed with diabetes about 10 years ago, I realized in that time how serious food had a hold on me. Oh, dude, ain't nothing. Don't nothing make you realize how much you like food till you have to put it down. Let me tell you something. When that man told me, he said, we want you to stop eating meat. We want you to become a pescetarian. And I was like, fool, I'm Baptist. <laughs> Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. It's my lid. No, I'm, I'm telling you, but you don't, you don't really realize how much stuff got a hold on you until you got to leave it alone. Yeah, that's real, bro. That is real. Cheryl said there should be an app like Carfax for relationships. <laughs> well, nobody be with nobody. Lisa said, "Oh, we Earl. Oh, we Earl to mess up a lot of people, boy." <laughs> well, because everybody got that somebody. Everybody got somebody they don't play that they'd be in a fool for. Yeah, everybody got somebody. Keisha says, "Nope, he gained all the baby weight from all three babies. Yeah. He was a little taller than me, but big hips." And why, but ran in his family on his mama's side. He built like auntie. <laughs> he said he built like Madea. Huh? <laughs> 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 he built like Madea. <laughs> what am I supposed to say then? I am the resident comedian host. I have to say something with that. See what you get when you hang around people? <laughs> you see what you get? 
Dwayne says, jumping from relationship to relationship is like dealing with spirit after spirit. It's okay to take some time to get in touch with yourself. Listen, some of us entertain spirits so much we ain't afraid of them no more. Hmm. Wow. We, we, we done made friends with these spirits that we're dealing with. Or we make excuses for them. Oh, oh yeah. Man, you know, it's funny. And I, I I think I said that I was on uh, a TikTok or something. I said, man, if we judge other people, we judge ourselves the way we judge other people. We might be all right. Oh man, we might get, might get we might be, we might be all Bro, right. What you talking about? Because because I can see all that you're doing, but I can't see myself in it. And see mm. that's and see that's what being by yourself does, people. It gives you an opportunity yeah. to see yourself. Yeah. And again, we got to take the negative connotation off of, hey, I just broke up in a relationship. I got to hear up and be with somebody else. Yeah. More importantly, I got to hear up and get my pants down around my ankles. <laughs> We got we got to get, we got to get away because see that yeah. listen let me, let me yeah. tell you something because that's all it is uh huh yeah anytime them that, that them pants start dropping them good sense drop with it Monique says now that's the truth watch the appetite you develop especially in singleness I needed to hear that Alicia says John rubbing off on you did he is he is let me listen to Alicia let me listen to Alicia okay so detoxing you detox it from from past relationships so how do you know when you're good how do you know when you're good well which is interesting because i think you i think you know you good when you can ask you talk to your friends talk mm. to people that know you mm. talk to people mm. that's going to be brutally honest with yes. you and say hey listen yes. do you think i'm ready for another relationship and yeah. if they say hell no, you just go back in your room <laughs> and back to the because listen, let, let me tell you something. Right, people right. know you. Yeah, yeah. More so that we want to let, let people into our life. People know us mm -hmm. and they know our foolishness and they know when yeah. we need to sit down somewhere. Yeah. And they be trying to tell you and we won't listen. You, as a matter of fact, you probably should have ten people sign off on your next relationship. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You need accountability. Set up accountability. And listen, the problem with accountability is accountability is good only if you purpose to change. If you purpose to get right and change, accountability will serve you the greatest. But don't get accountability and you really don't want to hear nothing. Now you ain't going to do nothing but frustrate yourself. You're probably going to lose some friends and this stuff in the, in the process. People talking about love is blind. Love is blind and then we hop in a car. Blind. Driving over everything and everybody, just running over folks with all this foolishness that we're doing. Bro, love ain't blind. Love can see. <laughs> you say love can see? Negro, Negroes is blind. <laughs> love ain't blind. Love know exactly what love is. And love know what it yeah. ain't. Yeah, yeah. We call it, we call it love, but that's, it's that's definitely love. not it. Yes, exactly. Alicia says some people can't be by themselves because they don't even like themselves. And they expect somebody else to like them. Yes. You don't like you. Yes. 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 And how you know this? You got to be constantly affirming them. Listen, high maintenance, emotionally high maintenance people. Bro. Can't do it. Wait down, don't wait oh, down. Oh, oh. We the Wiley says we tell people that they need to first love themselves. You will be surprised. Many don't know how. Absolutely right. It may be a simple statement for some of us, but some need to be taught how to. Well, you get you some lotion or some uh, <laughs> Vaseline. 
Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> this conversation is taking a dog Woo! If y'all can look on defense, <laughs> whoa, we hey, whoa, hey, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. Because <laughs> well, like, I, I start listening, I'm like, what is he? No, 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 no. Don't, don't touch yourself. Get in touch yes. with yourself. Yes. It's, it's a difference. It's, <laughs> it's a, a difference. difference. <laughs> there is a difference, right? Right, taking that self love lead too far. Right? <laughs> but listen, Amiga say that's good. Knowing how to love yourself when you are okay with what's in your head, when you can sit and just enjoy your own space, your own time by yourself, when you don't need extra, you don't need extra to make you feel okay. Hmm. I'm not talking about to make you feel good, but when you just like, I'm chill, I'm good, I'm, you know. When you can do that without anybody else needing to contribute to it, that's a good place to be in. Love yourself. Find some points of growth. Figure out some ways that you want to grow, whether it's in your finances, whether it's spiritually, whether it's mentally, and get you a plan. Man, I'm going to read this books by this amount of time. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to travel to this place, you know what I'm saying, by this time. Do something for yourself that's going to grow you. We're yeah. happiest when we're growing. Yes, absolutely. We're happiest when we're growing. So find mm-hmm. some points of growth that you would like to see in your own life and, and move toward that. Remember commitment. When you commit to it, you're going to see exactly where you are with how you feel about yourself. Because there's nobody else there for you to put the blame on. If you don't like what's going on, you got to deal with you. And that's a different place to be in. Yeah, because generally once you start working on you, it's normally when somebody else can come up on you and, and say, Hey, how you doing, miss or mister? I noticed that you like that you like this or like that. How I, I, I I'm saying basically if you can get your mind off of you and what you need, generally that's when God can send you somebody. Mm-hmm. But you got but you got to get your mind off of what I need, what I need, what I need, what I what I need and what I want. You gotta, you gotta develop yourself to be better. To be better. <laughs> I'm trying to read this. Doctor Lee said, "My friends and family told me, oh, Ninja, is you stupid?'" <laughs> Weta says, "You are finished detoxing when we stop lowering, when you stop lowering your standards." Yeah. Well, you and, and that, and he can't. You know, old Joker can't come back through there. Yeah, yeah, and and even with your standards. You got to be realistic about your standards. Let your standards come from a real place and not from a place of pain. So some of those set up standards based on our pain and they're yes. not realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Your mama beat your behind. So, you know, I'm not going to touch my kids and they need a whoop. And now they can tear, terrorizing everybody else because you made the decision. I'm not going to whip my kids because you got your butt whoop. Be realistic about the standards that you set to. Alicia says, now, John. 
<laughs> he said, "These face look like he saw Jesus." <laughs> I didn't think nobody could hey, see that. I saw him, Lisa, and he was not pleased <laughs> with where I was going. He was not pleased. I had I had to save him. You know what I'm saying? I had to save him. <laughs> but the look on his face, he feels it. Cut John Mike off. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tanaka, what's up? He said, I love y'all show, my brother. Appreciate you, man. Y'all like and share. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. Like and share. share if y'all enjoy share it. it, y'all like and share. Tell somebody. Share the about love, it. people. Share yeah. the love. Tell somebody about it. Don't be selfish. Don't you be selfish. Monique said great points, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. Mary Scott, my sister, she says, Amen to be realistic. Gotta wow. be realistic. All right. So, final thoughts. So, my final thought for this evening is sit down somewhere, y'all. Don't be, why are we in such a hurry? Life is really beautiful. And a lot of, oftentimes when we're in relationships and when we're trying to figure that out, we stop, we stop looking at the flowers and smelling them and, and that kind of stuff. Life is really beautiful, man. And I think we need to take more time in our singleness to, to enjoy some things that we take for granted. Because relationships bring the worries of kids and jobs and trying to juggle relationships. I just think, man, we're not you're not maximizing your singleness so you can give your all in relate in your next relationship. And that's my final thought. Y'all stop being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to something I say often. We gotta understand the difference between wounds and scars. A wound has pain attached to it. How do you know it's painful? Because you react. A memory of that person makes you react. The mention of their name makes you react. Or the smell. A smell sets you off and it makes you react. There is there is still pain attached. Scars have no pain attached. There is evidence that there was trauma, but you've healed. A lot of us need scars. We need to... We, and the scars tell a story that remind us not to do that again. People talk about self-care. Self-care, when you go into the hospital, everything they do to you is not pleasant. So everything about your self-care can't be pleasant if you're doing real self-care. You got to do the unpleasant work that's going to lead to healthiness. So let's get healthy and do the work we're supposed to be doing so that we can get be single the right way. And that's my final thoughts. Wow. That's good, man. Remember, guys, like to share. Like, share, subscribe. Guys, we try, we got some things we're trying to do this in 2023. Yeah. We really need you yeah. guys to get on board with us. Like, share, and subscribe, please. Listen, as always, appreciate everybody coming by, having a conversation with us. Because that's what it is. We're sitting around, we're having a conversation. One day we're going to be able to have a conversation live. So just yes. be watching out for that. Absolutely. We're going to get ready for some live conversations around relationships. So y'all be watching out for that. We got some more stuff coming for you. Asking for a friend. If you have a situation that particularly interests you or something that you're curious about, or you want to get our feedback or get our, uh, want to know what we think about it. Let us know. Oh, we got one asking for a friend. We, we'll talk about it next time. Well, okay. You you get married. You got a son or a daughter, and you adopt somebody. Oh, you have to pay child support. Oh, I'm asking. Ma- I'm asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. 
Well, get ready. Hell no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all catch us, catch us next week. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate mm-hmm. the love. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be blessed. Peace out. No, for real. Yeah.